When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, Three Birds fans, to episode eight of Three Birds and a Punt. I'm one of the co-hosts. My name is Stephanie. I'm joined with my good friends, Whip and John. Say hey, everybody. Hey, hey. What to do, y'all? All right. This is episode eight of Three Birds and a Punt. Tis the season for a dumpster fire. Please, Three Birds fans, all those who come before, the newcomers, welcome, welcome. Please subscribe. Please follow us on Twitter, at Three Birds and a Punt. And we're just really going to get into it because, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Um, we have some instant reactions for, for the game. I really want to know how you guys felt about uh, what you saw for the game. <laughs> Go ahead, John. <laughs> It it was it was a it was bad to start like mm-hmm. Carson just taking sacks on third down like there was two series in a row we actually didn't look bad you know we look better running the ball look at Miles My, Sanders and Boston Scott came in did the thing and yeah. oh, that, that that girl man Jordan Howard that's Lord yeah he had a couple of, he had a couple of good runs but I think I think Miles Sanders and this is I don't know about y'all but Miles Sanders had I think ten or eleven touches total in the entire game that's a blasphemy no 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 that's I don't so even think, criminal I don't even think it was there I think it was six God damn. That that is just criminal to the eye to to and then you, you considering the fact that the the one weakness that the Packers have is their run defense and your QB is struggling, you know. Um, what I notice is you can really tell when the game plans switch from the first fifteen plays to just you know going through the the game plan because the efficiency of the offense immediately grinded to a halt. Yeah. You know, and, and again, and again, you have the same thing going on is that why the hell is Jason Peters out there? Can you please <laughs> tell me what Man. the heck was Jason Peters don't, doing but getting his ass worked last don't, night? Don't get me started with that. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Once again, it points back to one infamous, boneheaded, dick faced motherfucker, yo. <laughs> Howie Rose. Howie Roseman. The weasel. Yeah. So. No, it does. And and, and it's just crazy to me that you guys continually will trot him out there week in and week out as if he is a NFL uh, starting Cavalier old lineman. And he was. I'm not saying that he didn't used to be. He was. But he's not anymore. You can call it the injuries. You can call it this. You can call it age. You can call it whatever it is. He's clearly not able to play at the level that he used to and and more than that he's deliberately reducing the efficiency of the offense yeah you still put him out there yeah and you only take him out when he wants to go out or he's injured it's just it's so stupid it, it, it makes me go back to wondering if jeffrey Lurie is sitting back there watching this why isn't he doing anything man right like it it, it really get me to thinking like dude like are, like, are you satisfied with what you see? Like, you the top dog, bro. Like, I feel, you already know this dude ain't shit, bro. Like, right. Like, why are you leaving him in there? I feel like, I feel like Lori and and Howie and all them guys really basically just cherry pick the the players that they'll allow to be bad right. and without any accountability, while having you know mega scrutiny over the ones that they they'll just let it get away with. And specifically on this now, I'm talking about the defense. Why? I'm talking about Avante Maddox. Why is Avante Maddox our second QB outside cornerback? He can't hack it. He's too short. He he's quick, fine, but all the quickness doesn't make up for the all the completions you can get on him. Okay. Where has Fletcher Cox been? I haven't heard Fletcher Cox's name really called. I haven't heard him dominate. I haven't take over, taken over a game and I don't even know how long. And yet we're paying how much money to that D-line for them not to dominate? 
a lot. I just, I just have a lot of questions with the makeup and the construction of this roster. Well, I, 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 you know, to piggy to piggyback off of what you just said about uh, um, that little short little bastard, Avante. Uh, to Maddox, yeah, Maddox, whatever mm-hmm. you call his name. Um, he belonged in the slot, yo. <laughs> yeah, he does. Or the okay. safety position, because I thought he yeah. was actually, I actually liked him better as a safety than a slot. Yeah. But, but what? why aren't we, like, to me, it's just crazy that we, we, we sort of pigeonhole certain players into positions, even though they're not, their skill set isn't right for it. Like, JP as a guard, when he's never played a guard he barely had the season to get acclimated as a guard and you kept switching him from guard to tackle to guard to tackle when he has no experience at guard and say now you have Avante you putting him as the second QB he I mean the second quarterback he clearly is not tall enough nor uh stingy enough nor um takeaway enough to be your second cornerback well well you know I, I've been chopping at the business to say this. What's what up? happened to Big Play Slay? What happened to all of this fucking hype? Listen, man. Let me He's... All right, let me... But let you me... know what? He's I'm going to chalk that up. I'm going to chalk that up to yeah, let... injuries yeah. more so than the play. Nah, nah. And the, pl- the level of caliber of people nah. that he's been working against, that too. But I'm... he also has been injured. Now, nah, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. Fuck that injury shit. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> what it is is that... He got exposed. You want to get some real, some real uh, hard pipe hitting wide receivers. That's what he went against. But he shut Devontae Adams down when he was with the Lions because we faced him two times a year. I definitely think it it had to be the injury concern. And then I'm also thinking to myself, this man has been one of the most prolific interceptors um, at the quarterback position in his entire career. And now, now that he's playing in Jim's dumbass man off man <laughs> press schemes he hasn't had one interception which is what's gonna gonna probably time for rookie for his rookie season for no interceptions like to like to me your cornerbacks having no interceptions whatsoever is indicative of a really bad scheme it's just a really bad scheme that you yeah. don't allow no takeaways no pressure no no impact on the defensive side of the ball. I'm just, it's, I'm very tired it's, of that. It's, it's like Devontae Adams was playing with him yesterday, yo. Oh, man, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm saying to myself. But I, you know what I noticed, though? They, the, the Packers get hot by running cross. When they notice when you're in zone defense, they run their receivers on a lot of, lot of horizontal routes, mm-hmm. not vertical routes. And that's what kills the Eagles. You saw... Yeah, they can't do misdirection. They can't handle yeah, misdirection. I agree, 100%. And, I, and I'm so glad you said that. Here's another thing that you got to mention, John. <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers is happy, your ass is grass. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You see him sitting in the pocket smiling my heart. Right. Yeah, He's about to lay something out. Listen, all I kept noticing was that Aaron Rodgers would have like five seconds and the, and the rushers would stop rushing. Like, they would be like... Rush, rush, rush. Okay, pause. Is, is is the ball gone? No. While Carson, on the other hand, barely had a two seconds to even look up <laughs> before the rush was on him. Like, the lines were night and day. As soon as it gets into and, his drop. Yeah, you could attribute part of that, part of the conundrum of Carson this year. He's not able to even sit into his pocket. He's like, oh, absolutely, and I will. We will definitely be getting into that in segment two. Um, I'm gonna be banging, banging my drum on that one. But, but I just, I just, you, you just have to say that you can see that there are clear differences between the quarterbacks on the field. But it wasn't just the quarterbacks; it was also the environment around the quarterbacks. Because how many times has, um, um, uh, what's his name, Aaron Rodgers, been sacked this season? Like eleven times. Yeah. Versus Carson, who's been t- sacked over fifty times, it may, it, it, it makes you think about the ownership of this team because, like I said, right. you you gotta understand, man. Being Jeffrey Lurie, you sitting back watching dominant teams like the Seahawks, who just mm-hmm. lost uh, Green Bay, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. You watching these teams, and if you ever notice, they just like mellow, they cool out. You wanna know why they right. so cool and chilled out? Because they run a smooth system. Right, they right. run the ball. Yeah, like Jeffrey Lurie got to be saying to my, he got to be saying to himself, why can't we do this? Why is it's it? It's just pure dysfunctionality from top to bottom. It's like there's no, to me, what you can tell from the from the organizational standpoint is they can't, 
they can't be satisfied with their own vision. They're constantly chasing a, an alternative vision when it's like, bro, can you at least let what you initially chose play out? You're so quick to just skirt, skirt to the next one. Oh, I'm chasing the next big idea. Oh, look, the next shiny thing. Oh, look, the next innovative thing that you don't actually allow for a person system, for a person structure to take place. What was the whole reason behind, you know, um, wasting premium picks for redundant positions? I'm talking about tight end. I'm talking about running back. I'm talking about quarterback. You have legitimate needs on your football team. There is no impact players on this team at a premium position whatsoever. And yet we spent a second round pick on a QB. It's just, it just, <laughs> just goes to the complete and utter dysfunctional, uh, shitty decision-making that, that reflects from top bottom in that organization. And, and, and speaking of that, um, not to jump to another topic, um, but I know this is in the other segment, but make me understand, Steph. <laughs> make me understand why are they putting Alshon Jeffrey over four? Oh my God! Bro, listen! If I understand why they're giving snaps to oh. Alshon Jeffrey's old ass. 21, $21 million against the cap, bro. They, they will bench Carson but for bad play, but they won't bench Alshon. I, I, just, I just don't get that, man. Like, this man was housing shit. All right? Okay? He was killing it. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, Alshon come back. Now, all of a sudden, he cast for the friendly ghost, man. And, and and he dropping balls now. That's not focused. well because the guy the guy is injured and he's in his head. Like he's he's also had. Let's be real. Let's be real. Okay. And Philadelphia is a tough environment to play in. It's a tough environment to breathe in. Why? Because there's constant speculation whenever something's not going well. Right. Whenever something's going well, the speculation machine starts churning and churning and churning. And Alshon got caught up because he started talking out of his mouth. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But. He's in the rumor mill. He's a part of that process. He will be forever tainted. He thought of Philly as his home, and he will be forever tainted in the mind of many, many fans as a snake, as a rat, as a snitch. What do you, there's no trust in this organization from Alshon to the coaching to the front office. Oh and God. now you're seeing the same situation play itself out with Carson. I read an, art, uh, an article today by Ruben Frank from NBC Philly, and he noted that Alshon over the last, he's been back three games, has two catches for 14 yards. Yeah. <laughs> $21 million, guys. That's crazy. And, and there were, he, he um, actually, Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice wrote an article about why Fogum is not getting the snaps. And it was, it was clipping, it was snippets of Doug Peterson being asked these questions multiple over the last like three weeks. And it seems like Fogum needs to get better. Is what he said. What I got from it, Fogum needs to get better. Um, he needs to he needs to work better against in practice against number one corners. Because once he he amassed those yards and he was on fire, mm-hmm. he started getting number one corners. Right, the going. tape got out on him. Well, and then I, you know what? I think that that's that is a great. Thing for us to break down how other areas of the team are underperforming due to what we would expect them to. But I really want to talk a little bit before we get into that about how Carson and this whole Jalen, the QB controversy basically that has ignited in Philadelphia, which was always going to ignite in Philadelphia. The second these geniuses at the Novacare uh, took took Jalen Hurts with the second round pick in the in the 20, 2019 draft. So listen, Bird fans, three Bird fans. Please hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter, Three Birds and a Punt. Um, let's kind of really talk into, let's get into this debate. Let's talk about it. It's here. I didn't want it to be here. I, I, It was my worst uh, expectation of the season come true. We are officially at a QB controversy, Jalen versus Carson. Let me hear what y'all think. I want the rookie to start. Period point. All right, what you what? what why you say that with? <laughs> give me, give me. No, no, no. Straight up, straight up. No, I'm, this, I'm, this is not even a no holes bar. Right, I'm, and, and, I'm and, going and, straight up, straight up. Right, with you I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you. I what. love Carson, but I want to honestly hear your okay. opinion with why you want right. to start. Why? Because Carson Wentz had twelve. He had twelve weeks. Yeah. To get it right. 
You're uh, right. So here's the thing. I'm not putting Carson Wentz down. I'm not. So let's right. let's let's put that out there right now for all you Eagle fans out there, because I am an Eagle fan. I'm not. Carson is in his own way. All right. Mm-hmm. There's something yeah. up there is messing with him. We Absolutely. don't know what it is. Like I said before in a couple of episodes before, maybe it's the love below that his wife has given him. I have <laughs> no idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the rookie that they drafted. That dumbass Howie Roseman drafted with the second round pick last year when they really didn't mm-hmm. need a quarterback. Right. Okay. Maybe he tired of looking over his shoulder. I, we don't know what it is, but right. Steph, and and I know that you are a, a, a winch loyalist, and that's cool. But here's the thing: you had 12 weeks, regardless if it was your fault or not. Okay. You 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 the captain of this team. You the leader of this team. If you see Absolutely. if you see something going wrong, you know, like look, man, put your foot down. Absolutely. Like, put your foot down. Enough is enough. We got a ball. <laughs> you had 12 weeks to ball. So now you put the rookie in, and he did some shit that Carson did not do. Absolutely. Okay? Now, here's the thing. Now, who's to say that those plays that, I mean, it wasn't a lot of plays, but who's to say that those plays that Jalen uh, Hurts, um, when he ran for what? Uh, when he ran? Like 29 yards? 20, he, 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 he ran for like two, yeah, 29 yards. So 29 yards of running. I mean, clearly Carson Wentz used to do that. Yeah. Right. And that, wait, yeah. wait a minute now. It's not like Carson doesn't do that, right? And I yeah. saw a couple of, and, and not, not to not to dissuade you from your point because I agree with everything that what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be able to say there were a lot of times where I saw Carson trying to escape the pocket, mm-hmm. but because of the way of the which it was collapsing in on him, he kept, he kept running into his own guys. Did y'all not see that? Yeah. I saw that several times where he was trying to escape and he ran into his own guy. Yep. So I'm not I'm not here to say that you weren't wrong, but I'm not going to say that Carson's not willing yep. to run because we have seen him no, 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 no. I'm not. Runs this season. I'm not saying that he won't run, but what I'm saying to you is if you looked at Jalen Hurts yesterday, he ran on command. You get what right. I'm saying? Man. When, no, I understand what okay, you're saying. Okay, so when he seen that coming, Play's not his, there, instincts, his instincts were to get the hell out of there. Yep. The thing right. with Carson Wentz is he pass. likes to play hero ball. And he tries, he holds on to the ball too damn long. And the reason, right. and here's a lot of things for a lot of people who don't realize. The reason why Carson Wentz got benched yesterday is because uh, of Dallas uh, got him. Period. Right. Point. That, 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 huh. that throw... Even yes. even to me, I that throw was a wobbler, and I was thinking to myself, and I was like, "Is Carson hurt?" Because I have never seen the ball come out of his hands yeah. the way that it wobbled yep. to to Dallas yes. from from a rollout. Correct, yeah. and that's and that's what got him benched. And and, and right. it was like, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people, man, a lot of Eagle fans, dog and Doug, man, like put yourself in this man position. Okay, he just won the Super Bowl three years ago with Frank Wright and the rest of them boys that's no longer here. And now, you know, your team is like ass, they trash. Okay, and now you got to defend your quarterback 24 7, even though 80% of that is Doug's fault. We all know that because he hates running the ball for some strange reason. Right? No, he Doug has not done, I would say, I would say Doug has not done. Carson has not done himself no favors, Correct. but Doug has also not done oh, yeah, Carson yeah. any They go favors. hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Absolutely. And, and, what Absolutely. I, and what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, it's like Doug had to do something. It's like you can't just right. let... He need, he, as he said, he needed a spot. Yeah, you can't let a second round pick that dumbass Howie Roseman started because that's who fault right. it is. You can't right. just let him sit there when your quarterback... Is not producing. It's struggling. Exactly. Absolutely. So that's why. That's why I want to see him. So now we only got four. What is it? Four games left. Four seven, games. Three. Okay. Right. And, and at this point, when you look at the way that the Washington football team has won, Correct. and the Giants have like like had the Giants not won and the Washington football team had not won, I would have been like, yeah. you know what? This is this is a lesson for Carson. Start Carson because we still have to think about Correct. the rest of the season. Correct. But at this particular point, we're not catching up yeah. to these teams. No. So. We're in evaluation mode. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So with that being said, I just want to see what he can do. Like, here's the thing. Right. You know, here's a beautiful thing, though, Steph. Here's the beautiful thing about all of this. Now he's going to face the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay? If, right. If Jalen if Hurts plays. So no. if, if he shines against the Saints, mm. we got a quarterback no. controversy. See, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you, you are putting way too much of an expectation on a bad team. He is a he is a young 
talented player on a bad team. And and this is what really bugs me. This is what really bothers me is that there's this perception that that by him coming in, he will automatically because because all the things that's what's wrong with the team will be cured with a QB change. I'm not going to sit here and say that Jalen didn't do some nice things. I agree with you 100% with that Carson is, only has himself to blame. Not not only himself, but Carson is a huge reason why he lost his job yesterday. Okay? He's not the only reason, but he's a huge reason. I don't like the aspect of bringing in Jalen. This line is bad. There's, It's more than likely that something adverse is going to happen to him on that football field. Then we're going to actually get a real evaluation of his talent. And I'm just, the overall process to me is what bothers me. And it's making it difficult for me to be genuinely excited about the team. Because I don't know what the team is doing. There is no direction. There is no there's no goal like you're evaluating Jalen to figure out if him or Carson is your next one but if neither one of them your next one then you're on the hunt for another QB and it's just it's it's stupid it's illogical so that is what really bothers me throughout this entire process more so than you know my feelings about Jalen as a player because as a player I do I did see what everybody else saw which is that he's he's more willing to take the the deep throws yeah. Which Carson was doing, like, like honestly, at the end of the day, what I can really, really see, what I see out there is everything that Jalen is doing, Carson used to yep. do, except that Carson was coached out of those things. Carson was, Carson was scared into these behaviors we're seeing him exhibit now. One, because he has a very bad line, and two, because he has really inconsistent, um, um, not very impactful coaches. And, he was and that's why, to me, I need to see what Carson can do with a new coaching unit, hopefully with the Philadelphia Eagles, because I do think he'll get back on track and that would be a waste for us. But, but those are, to me, what I see. I see a QB that has been hit over been sacked over 50 times been hit over 140 something times and is now seeing goals hearing pressure always assuming something bad is going to happen because nine out of ten times something bad always happens when he's in that pocket and everything that he wants to do he's been told he's a hero ball like Jalen Hurts doesn't get told when every time you throw the ball down the field you're playing hero ball bro Carson has been. I'm not saying that it wasn't true. I'm just saying that you can't deny that those are the things that have been put into his head. You can see it every time he's out there. He's not He's not reading and reacting to the defense. He's thinking. He's in his own head. He's already perceiving the failure of the, of the action before the action even comes. And so, yeah, he had to be benched. He had to be benched because his mental was getting in his the way of his physical performance. John, what do you think, John? That's deep. That 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 wow. Um Carson's in his own way. And yeah. Uh they made the mistake, the lucky mistake of drafting Jalen Hurts where they did. And mm. that right there caused this whole quarterback controversy talk. You know how the media spins it in Philly. Everybody's yep. gonna be like, yep. oh, he's coming for Carson's job. Carson on the third team. From the second he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I read an article today. Actually, Brian Westbrook was on Cataldi uh, in the morning on, uh, no, he was 97.5 Mike Mancinelli show, right? And he mentioned how if the Eagles go back to Carson, it messes with the spirit of the team. Hmm. You have to allow Jalen Hurts to play the rest of the games. So, so, so here's the thing: I, I don't look at it as a quarterback controversy until I can see more of what Jalen Hurts can do. Yeah. Right. right. Here's the thing: Carson Wentz played terrible for 12 weeks. Okay. Right. Now he is your franchise quarterback. Okay. Mm. He, and, I, okay. and and he is. This man basically signed a four-year extension. Right. right to 2024 okay so he is your he's your franchise quarterback he was punished yesterday that's what it was right until and if we get to see Jalen Hurts come out as the starter against the Saints and he happened to play the whole game then it's a quarterback controversy if he plays well no I, I agree and I and I think that with that in mind I honestly do think that this was more about 
showing Carson that you need to be better for your team, right? Because we have to do what's best for the for the team. And I and I I hope that this spurs a a a much more um internalized like desire to be better with his coaching because a lot of his mechanics are are like he's he's clearly he's clearly hearing and feeling pressure and foot beats and 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 all those things before when it when it's there and when it's not there but his mechanics are also degrading as a result so so i don't know if that needs an off season i don't know if that can be fixed in season i certainly do not think that that can be fixed with this coaching staff because i just don't think that they've ever maximized Carson to the best of his ability outside of 2017 and and that could have a lot to do with a lot of things but let's get on to this next segment where we kind of go into all the other roster holes because as as my point that I've made many many times on this podcast it is not just the QB the entire roster is bad and who's at fault for that guys could you tell me who's at fault for the roster Howie being old and expensive Howard Roseman Howie fucking Roseman okay so Hit that subscribe button, Birds fans. Follow us on Twitter at Three Birds and a Punt. Um, what do you guys feel like outside of the QB position is the worst position on the team? Cornerback. The O. The O line. Oh, outside the quarter. Outside corner. The cornerback. No. Corner. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I think it's the O line hands. Well, 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 yeah. With the O line, what that was a strength going into the season. We had Brandon Brooks, Dane Johnson. Not. Um, Dillard. Absolutely the not. only question marks you really had were Dillard, Samalu, no. left guard. You have Jason Kelsey as center, Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson. Before you even say anything, what? Go ahead. Can I? Can I yeah. just? Can I sure. just? John, I, I feel you. I hear what you're saying, but that's completely, completely nuts wrong. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say. I'm yeah. gonna tell you why. Let's let's start with the 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 Iron Man, Jason Kelsey. Okay, I love Jason Kelsey. He's my guy. Okay, I will. He will forever be immortalized for me for the mummer and the whole speech. But that man has been contemplating retirement every year since we won the Super Bowl, and they all know it. Okay, you can't tell me that we were doing our due diligence when we didn't have it. Ad- we don't have an adequate backup. We still don't have an adequate backup if something happens to Jason Kelsey. That is malpractice on the front office. The second thing, I don't remember. Somebody please help me remind me. When did BB get hurt? When did Brandon Brooks get hurt? Before the draft or after Before the draft. draft. Before the draft. Before, okay, so you knew Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles before the draft, but you did not draft alignment in your first three picks and you decided that bringing Jason Peters back was going to be the answer at guard. Like, okay, that's another poor investment in the O-line. Then we have uh, Lane Johnson, who he had a, he had ankle surgery so you knew Lane was never going to be right this entire season and you didn't prepare adequately for the left tackle position. At the right tackle, I'm sorry at the, that was the right tackle, at the left tackle position y'all have questions about Andre Dillard you have Jordan Mulata but you don't use Jordan Mulata. You bring back Jason Peters which undercuts Andre Dillard's confidence. Now we have three left tackles we have to figure out who's going to be the future left tackle. It's a complete mess. And I just said Mahu Dillard We've always hated on Isaac Mahu, and then he also got hurt, and he was out for he was out for like two months. So the biggest worry to me, and even throughout the entire offseason and even through the training camp, was the O line. I could tell it was going to be bad. It didn't seem they didn't seem to have any continuity. There was no um, there was no structure. There was nothing that t- that showed you that these guys were ready to play a complete game up front and. What has been the ramifications of of not adequately investing in the O-line or putting our investment into old injury-prone guys? The worst, the worst statistical season of Carson's career and the most he's ever been physically uh, uh, abused on the football team in his entire football career. That's not a coincidence. That's all Howie Roseman, man. That's what it comes down to. Like, and, and I'm going to continue to keep putting his name out there to the world. No, <laughs> Howie Roseman is to right. blame for this. It's like it's it's, it's so bad, John, that you 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 bring the grown man back, yeah. okay, to the team, right. and you got Miles Sanders. You got Miles Sanders on your team and Jordan Howard on your team and Boston Scott, yeah. and you keep this. Listen, man, listen. 
You can't run you the ball. You can't run the damn ball. So what happens is Carson Wentz sit back there to be lunch meat, man. Yeah. Okay? Yep. And and that and that to me is probably why Carson has a lot of like these thoughts in his head because he's looking around. He's like, this line is fucked. Yeah. We have eleven O line combinations in twelve games. Where was the investment in yep. the O line? Where was the investment in adequate depth? Okay, you let Holly Poly by time walk. Okay, you you bring back Jason Peters, which was nothing, nothing, and then you sat up there and let a bunch of rooks play. Listen, and these aren't high quality rooks. These aren't first round, second round, third round pedigrees. These are fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. Undrafted. A motherfuckers, you got undrafted motherfuckers. You have to coach up every single play. Like you just did, cannot did, tell me that they adequately invested in Carson when you look at that. Did y'all see the play yesterday? Because it's been playing all over social media. When Jason Peters literally just let that man just walk to Carson Wentz. Yeah. Oh my God, like he was on skates, bro. You know what? And I said to myself, you ever notice guys right after that, he went out injured? Have you noticed that? Yeah, always. Like, listen, 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 listen. Jeffrey Lurie, fuck how we rolled him now. Like, now it's time for me to vent. (laughs) Jeffrey Lurie, man, you need to get up off your ass, stop playing. And appreciate your fucking fan base. Okay? Because we're sitting here telling you, as fans of your team, our team, the Philadelphia Eagles, what the fuck we see. Okay? Right. We are not um, um, fucking bankers. We are not money people. We don't do all that shit that Howie Roseman is is certified gangster with when it comes to the contracts. That's his shit. Right. But what we do see is bad play on the fucking field. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when we sit here and we continuously keep telling you, you have to make a change. You gotta make a change. As long as that fucking dick stain is still <laughs> in this goddamn team um, making decisions, personnel decisions, we will never um, improve. This is exactly yes. why Chip Kelly did the fuck with did. Yes. Absolutely. And you're 100% right. I had tweeted out something that got a lot of likes and kind of went a little viral out there where I basically was saying exactly what you're talking about, that if Lori doesn't think that he's going to lose fans off of this, you gained a lot of fans when we won the Super Bowl. You've had a lot of fans. Philly, Philly fans been been loyal, been, been hard for a while. But I've noticed recently that, like, we... We don't really know how to handle bad times ever since we lost the Super Bowl. Ever since we won the Super Bowl, we must have lost our damn minds because we don't know how to handle hard times. But even more than that, the the fans will not be willing to accept sheer incompetence. And you cannot look at the decision to draft a second-round QB, ruin your franchise QB, and now be in a position to draft another QB because you can't tell which QB is the QB as anything more than organizational malpractice. This roster is completely shit from top to bottom. It needs a complete overhaul from top to bottom. And you cannot have that with a guy who's been in your 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 front office for over 20 years. He cannot see his own mistakes. Or or he just he just don't want to see the damn mistake stuff. Listen, the dude right. is fucking stubborn. Period yeah. point blank. Right. The man is stubborn as shit. It's like like listen you pass on DK Metcalf. You pass on Justin right. Jefferson. You pass on Jeremy yes, Chen. It's like you passed on all of these talents. Okay, mind you, Jefferson, a rookie, ladies and gentlemen, who just hit the one K mark. Okay, all right. right, fourth in the league in receiving. But but Jalen Rager got a punt return, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's special teams. Yes, you're right. I, you know, what? No, no, I'm, I was a joke. Congratulations, <laughs> I, I give you that, Rager. I, that I, listen, I can't even hate on that. But at the end of the day, this asshole GM will not. He will not see the ways of 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 the ways that we see it. He believes that he is smarter right. than everybody in the fucking room. Okay, Correct. this is the problem, and I'm telling you. A lot of people talk about um, um, saying that Howie Roseman don't want to make deals with certain teams. I'm going to be honest with you. I think teams don't want to make deals with his wow. name. Exactly. It ain't the Howie's always making deals, but people have, have been hit to what's really going yeah. on out there. Nobody fucks with Howie too much exactly. anymore. You can see if, if he's not making deals with his friends, 
He's not making deals with nobody. There is no professional courtesy out there when it comes to Howie Roseman. The book is out. People out there talk about if Howie Roseman got fired, he'd be hired as a GM like that. Bitch, then let me see something. He said the book is out. Let me see something. think that he could go get hired out there, fire his ass, and we go see if he go pick up a job in 24 Man, hours. He, he just got, he got to go. John, he got to go, John. He got to go. He got to go. Yeah, Howie has to go. But Howie, Jeff McLean put out an article today that basically said that Howie is attached to the hip to Jeffrey Lurie. That's, I, that's problematic. That's he put problematic. Out, did he put out another one? Because I had read his his one where he was saying, talking about um the accountability. Like, who who who's at fault for how well, this this situation with the QB is playing out. But he, but yes, and we, we talked about that last week is that, is that how he knows where his bread is buttered, right? He knows how to make sure that lubricant is right there when he <laughs> for his, his, his annual checkup. So he knows how to finesse this fuck what? out of that situation. But I just don't see how, how Jeffrey Lurie can look at the like the, this team is an embarrassment. He's embarrassed by this team, and you can't look at everything and be like, "I'm embarrassed." It's the coach's fault. It's the head coach's fault. But the person who brought those people in well, shouldn't be uh, um, negatively well, evaluated. Well, let me say this. Let me say this, John. You you touched on something. You know uh, the Jeff McClain article. I, I I read that too, and it kind of it kind of fucked with me because here's the thing. When he said that, y'all gotta send me that link. When he said that, um, he's attached to the hip to to Jeffrey Lurie. That kind of bothered me because if that's the case, and if Jeffrey Lurie refused to see our ways, I should say, Eagle fans or just football fans in general, how fucked up this team is, maybe Jeffrey Lurie may want to sell the fucking team to somebody else who cares, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because you can't have this type of mediocrity before. Like this is this is this is how I felt, and and I'm just gonna piggyback off of you a little bit with just go over a little bit of time. I felt this exact same sense of inertia and frustration when we were dealing with the last few years of Chip Kelly, right? Where we just felt like this team was in a power struggle. There was no real direction. The players that they were picking were not actually impactful, were not actually doing well. And as a result, the you know, the offensive line was bad and 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 the team struggled. And I can just see the exact same thing happening again this season where you you have a, a team that's full of rosters. The free agency hall cannot cover up the deficiencies of the drafting process. So there's nobody in there to to refunnel or fill out the, the name makers of the team who are old and, 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 and consequently losing a step or two. There's just nothing useful or, or impactful about this roster. And it's the exact way I felt um, when Chip, you know, had that power struggle. And now here again, we have another power struggle. And it's and it's between the front office of coaching and the QB. Who's gonna win? I don't know. Howie really Roseman. Don't. Yep. Okay. If if Howie Roseman wins, like like honestly, I don't know if I'll ever buy anything else for this team as long as he's there. I'm not gonna stop watching. I'm a real fan. I'll never stop watching win, loss, draw. But Putting my money yeah, down? You want me to put money down for this shit? <laughs> That's another thing. That's another thing. You can have my eyeballs, but you ain't about to take Is my for this shit? I can't. I can't wait to get the alert after the season. Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson have been let go. Man, he, they listen. They mm. should have been let go now. Yeah. If they not let listen, if they're still here right now, John, they're not going nowhere, bro. Okay. Yeah. No, somebody's going somewhere. No, 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 no. Somebody's going somewhere. The question is, is it going to be Carson? Is it going to be Doug? Or is it going to be how? We all know who it should be. We all know who we'd be okay with it being. But I think we all know who who is not going to be. I'll tell you what. I feel bad for Deuce Stilly, man. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves the first practice. Let that man get a chance, man. Let him ball out. Let's see what he can do. 
because it's like it's to the point to where now does does look like he a, a, a fucking man lost in the woods some goddamn way. He's confused. Man, Doug has really shown me a lot these yeah, last few days that I don't I don't necessarily appreciate. So I'm again I thank him for his services. I don't think he should be fired because I don't think a Super Bowl winning head coach comes around every 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 but so often. But if if he can't get through to Car- Carson with his coaching, he has to go. And and we have to find somebody who can get through to Carson with his coaching because clearly Carson has succeeded at every level that he's participated at. But now at his final stage, at the upper echelon of him reaching the pinnacle of his entire career, now he's uncoachable. Now he's difficult. Now he's not prone to listen. It just, it just doesn't pass the smell test. Like, I don't understand how you could be successful and be the type of guy he is and be uncoachable. Sorry. I reject that narrative. And on that note, Let's get into the last segment of the day, Birds fans. Please hit that subscribe button. Please follow us on Twitter uh, at Three Birds and a Punt. We're just three very passionate fans who just can see what's going on with our team, and we don't like it. And if y'all don't either, please follow us. Please comment with us. Please amplify our concerns so we can get Jeffrey Laurie to do the right thing. So let's get into our last segment, y'all. We're gonna wrap around the NFL, get into predictions for the for the game against the Saints. Um, let's talk about it. The fucking Washington football team and the fucking Giants was able to win their games. So this division is the not Eagles winning. is just ass, period, point blank. It's, 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 yes, we're, we're back. Bad. We're that's just that back. And I'm kind of glad we're back because Steph, you remember um, a couple of episodes? Me and you had that good conversation about we might as well just take the damn draft pick, man. Let's just give it, get it, just right. get it. Make you know somebody, please, Jeffrey Lurie somehow, some way. Don't allow um, Dick Stain, Howie Roseman to draft, please, please. Right. I can't get excited about drafting until I know who's the GM. <laughs> until I know who's making personnel decisions. Because I I refuse every single draft that Howie has done has been oh, underwhelming in some particular way. Even his best draft, which was, okay, I don't even know which one you can consider as his best draft. Carson Wentz, maybe? Even him, you about to ship out. So... To, to me, it's just I can't get excited about the draft if Howie Rose. This is going this to be there. this team by far is embarrassing to watch. You know, yes. it's embarrassing. We yes. just watched the Washington football team beat the Steelers. We just watched yes. the Giants go into Seattle, mm. and they went into Seattle, Steph, <laughs> and yeah. beat Russell Wilson. with yes. Cole McCoy. Yes, with Cole- Fucking McCoy. They haven't beat him since 1991. Damn. That is Bruh. Now, mind you, mind you, uh, I hear the Giants has a nice defense. Well, actually, yeah, because you know what? Um, uh, the D tackle, Leonard Williams, right? It's funny how we, there are certain impactful D tackles and there are certain unimpactful D tackles. Uh, which ones do we have? Fletcher. Hargrave. Hargrave. Fletcher. Hargrave Fletcher showed up, though. Shit. Hargrave showed up. Hargrave had one sack, one tackle. <laughs> like, okay. But. I'm still waiting for where's Malik Jackson? Where the motherfucker Wait, he face bashed like, Aaron Jones and didn't get called for you. Saw that? Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> the, the the D line and and this is the thing to me. Um, Brandon Graham don't have no sacks since since like early November. Like the D line is really the engine of the team, and they don't have any. Pre- they're not they're not doing their job. Yep. Well, this is a lot of bad shit. It, We're just bad. It, it, We're just it follows, bad. It, it follows the leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. So, so, so you guys are thinking. I think right now we're like maybe like the sixth pick yeah. in the draft or some yep. stuff. If we lose out, we'll we be third. If we continue to lose and, and and things go our way, we could we could make our way up to the third pick in the draft, which is kind of gross. But but that's I love just it. where we are right I now, love it. boys. <laughs> Yeah, and that shit is kind of freaking crazy. But 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 that's why people are talking about, oh, we have to evaluate Jalen because if we're gonna be picking that high in the draft, maybe we can pick one of these top uh three QBs. You got you got Justin Fields, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got um what's that guy out there and uh, Trey Trey Lance Trey Lance Trey Lance Trey Lance We don't need no more QBs. Fuck that. We got two right now. Trey Lance. Well, listen, this is exactly 
what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. But you, but you can't help but bring up the conversation because what if? And this is again, this is not a knock on Jalen. This is just a knock on the process that selected him. He doesn't play well, and you don't really get the the information you need to make a decision about his suitableness as a long term starter. And yet, you don't have any answers on Carson either. So. What are you going to do if we have the third pick in the draft and one of those three quarterbacks are sitting there? You're not going to take Sure, sure not. Field? Nope, I'm going whole line or I'm going for that dude named Parsons. Bruh, if you have the third pick in the draft, no you're, I'm, you're really going to sit here and tell me you have the third pick in the draft, Justin Fields is on the on the board. I'm not and you're grabbing not no quarterback. I, I'm not. There's no need to because we already in a fucking QB controversy as it is. These ads, listen... Nah, bruh. See, see this, but this is shit I'm talking about. This is shit I'm talking about because that that honestly would be lunacy to me. If 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 you're gonna sit here, if you're gonna sit here and 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 tell me Carson's bad and you you don't like Carson I want Jalen, and then Jalen don't do well. But we, we don't know, do, but that's the thing. This is why Jalen needs to start these last four games so we can still evaluate. This is what this is my whole point. So we get to see what this kid can bring to the table, and what better way to go against the best defense in the damn league Sunday, right? With a, with a bad yeah, line I understand that. You're right. You're right. But guess what? We're gonna see how fast that motherfucker can run at you. <laughs> All right. I guess. I just heard. I just really hope, genuinely, genuinely hope that what my interpretation of this entire thing, and it's, it's like a bad prophecy playing out, is exactly how it played out. You drafted him, it created this narrative of a controversy, the line's been bad, Carson played bad, he gets benched, this guy starts, he does something well, we're all excited, but because the line is bad, he gets hurt, and now nobody has a real answer for what's going on, going to go on with this team, because we can't get a great evaluation because the line has been so damn bad. I, I just, I can feel it. I can feel it and I I really just sucks for, for the fans because we deserve better. We deserve an organization that actually has some type of fortitude to their decision making and doesn't be so damn wishy-washy all the so, time. Before we go, John, I'm going to let you start it off, bro. What's your prediction for the game coming up? <laughs> we're talking about, we're, we're talking about a game? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. So wait, you you know I'm gonna come at you now because two (laughs) weeks ago you was like we're gonna beat this one Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you saying we talking about a game? So come on, what changed your mind? Talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it depends who's who's at quarterback, really. It depends on the protection. Depends on if we run the ball. Um, I I think the Eagles lose 31-28. It's going to be a tight game. Okay. Uh, I feel like like it depends on if uh, uh, Drew Brees plays or Taysom Hill plays, right? Because I feel like our defense could – well, no, because Taysom Hill is a running quarterback, and we have had no success with running quarterbacks. So I actually think that if if Drew Brees plays, we actually have a better chance of winning if Drew Brees plays than if Taysom Hill plays. Why? Because Taysom Hill is into his third, fourth game. He's comfortable. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he's a running quarterback. We are not good with running quarterbacks. Drew Brees, he's going to be rusty, coming off rib injuries. He's probably not healthy, rushing himself back. You know, because he's nervous. He's, he's going to rush himself back just the same way he did with the last injury, except this is the ribs. So a few hits, and it'll change the whole narrative of the game. So I think that if the defense can get pressure and sacks and also, therefore, takeaways, we win. If the defense can get takeaways, we'll win this game. If the defense can't get any takeaways, no matter who is at QB, whether it's Carson, whether it's Jalen, we ain't winning this so game. So what's your, what's, your, what's your prediction? My prediction is going to be 24 20. Uh, Eagles. I gotta go Eagles. I gotta go Eagles. I can't. I can't. Sorry. Can't root against my own team. Can't do it. Even even with all the feelings that I have about it, can't do it. Thank you. you thank you, John. Appreciate that. that. Appreciate that. 38 to 6. Oh, okay. Jeez, damn. damn. 
38 points. Yep. I called it. God I don't damn. have no faith in this fucked up team. I have no faith in Howie Roseman. I have no faith in Doug Peterson who refused to run the fucking ball when you got three juggernauts at running back. Okay? Mm. I, I, I just don't. So guess what? Please, football guys, put a put a nail in us, man. Just just end it. Please. Just end it. End it. <laughs> I would really, honestly, honestly, I would, I would really appreciate if this season were over because I'm over this season. I, nothing has gone, honestly, it has been the most 2020 of a season ever. It has been everything that I didn't want it to be and thought it was most likely going to be. You know how when the entire narrative is set up, the entire narrative was set up that the Eagles had to win this division and not winning this division was the most abjectly pathetic thing they've ever seen. And exactly what plays out, exactly that. I don't think it's pathetic because the NFL is a meritocracy league and it's always about how well are you playing on that day, not how well you are as a team every single day weekend wing out but we look for consistency you know what i mean so so it was always going to end up like this i just hope that when this season is written and done whether we're the the last in place in division third place in division whatever we live in a division jeffrey lurie makes the necessary changes to the team to save the the standard and the standing of the team for the fans and on that note, uh, Three Birds fans, this has been episode eight of Three Birds and a Pun. Please hit that subscribe button. Please follow us on Twitter at Three Birds and a Pun. You can follow me personally. I'm Stephanie. I'm at Afranawa. You can follow my friends, Whip and John. Let them know. Uh, John Monroe Jr. And I recently changed minds to I hate Howie Roseman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that, man. That, that shit is real. All right. So you want to follow me? That, and, oh, oh, oh. And then let me just shout out the, we got a petition yes. out there to uh, to fire Howie Roseman. So if you haven't signed that petition, um, I think it's up on our Twitter uh, account. That's at three mm-hmm. birds and a punt. Please sign the petition. Let's get that shit amplified. Let's make it go viral. We need to get how Howie Roseman the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> okay the fuck away <laughs> from this team. And, and that, on that note, this has been Three Birds in a Pot. Go, Go Birds! birds. <laughs>